Hi, it's Mindy here from workingbull.com.au bringing you a special edition podcast all about the 2016 Gympie Master which was held over the weekend the 25th to the 28th of August and it's held about this time every year if you are interested in attending the 2017. This year the festival saw just shy of 27,000 descend across the Master grounds over the four days. I was talking to Shane Nicholson yesterday who actually described the 2016 Master as the best he's ever been to so if you haven't actually ever been to a gimpy master stay tuned and listen in because I will share with you some tips and tricks that I learned over over the four days Um, and if you have been well I hope you enjoy what I have to say and please if you have anything to add please write into the comments or shoot me through an email to mindy at workingbull.com.au. So now for those of you who have not attended the Gympie Master, Gympie is a small town which is just shy of two hours north of Brisbane and the Emma Moore State Forest is then inland uh, roughly over 20 minutes on the highway uh, through some small town and beautiful countryside. The 2016 muster was actually the 35th year in existence. So, um, I mean, I have probably been to about um, 10 years worth of, of musters and, uh, and I did enjoy this year as well. Now, roughly 93% of people who attend camp on the grounds um, and 7% bring children. Now this year it was actually quite chilly through the night. It got down to four degrees in some places due to it being in a gully and uh, the end of winter. Uh, So definitely if you do attend, make sure you do rug up nice and warm. Now this year I actually experienced some days without children and some days with children just to have a little bit of a look at... uh, you know, the, the struggles you can have when you've got your children with you, uh, but also enjoy the festival from a um, uh, media side of things and also just as a, as a country music lover. So um, we travelled back and forth from from Brisbane, um, and I did not I did not camp, but I hear it was uh, it was always fun out there in the in the campground, meeting your neighbours and having a good time there as well. So I find that taking children uh, it is a huge um, event. Um, you know, twenty seven thousand is not to bat your eyelids about, but I just cannot get over how safe you feel with inside within these events. Um, I am a very protective mother of my children who are age seven and five um, and they really love coming to country music events and while I try to talk them into staying at home with Nana they always want to come and hear the country music as well. This year they had cards that parents needed to fill in and the children needed to keep in their pocket at all time with all of the contact details on there as well, um, as well as an explanation that if they did get lost to track down somebody with a fluoro vest, which was which was good to see. Um, I also do believe that it came down to a um, liquor licensing law requirement as well. Now, the crowd are always so polite in in all the events that I have been to um, as a you know as a youngster um, and. Um, now with as a as a parent um the crowds are just so polite there's never any fighting there's never any punch-ups uh it is just a beautiful polite friendly crowd now the bonus with this one here is that kids under 12 are free to enter with a paying adult 
Um, and they have the slogan as there are no strangers at the muster and only friends that you haven't met and I couldn't agree more with that statement. The venue itself is actually quite large so if you include the campgrounds and the stages and the markets and all of that it is huge. So there are buses that come to and from the campsites and the day parking we used the day parking and didn't have a problem. Five minutes wait for the bus. There was two, possibly three buses in rotation just going back and forth from the car parks to the entrance. Um, so that was pretty hassle-free. Um, now the main stage is set in the centre of the, of the muster arena. Um, and then with either side, so to the right, there was two, looking at the stage on the right, there was two... Um, stages uh, the Grove and the Muster Club um, which were brilliant venues each venue had its each stage had a bar close by there was an exchange to top up your wristbands which I'll talk about shortly um, and they also had some markets both food and retail as well for you to buy from um, and then again on the left hand side they had the crowbar and the Blues and Roots uh, stages and then the additional food and retail markets as well now this kind of setup has both good and bad points to it um, good points is that you know easily walk around and and get to experience different bands um, you know that there was more to do it wasn't just sitting in the one spot on the bad side when you have children they don't want to walk around um, at some of the events um, with limited chairs available um, meant that uh, children couldn't see past some of the standing patrons um, in reflection I probably could have sent them down the front to sit right in front of the stage on a grassy area uh, down there um, so yeah it was um, there were there were a few little juggles in uh, time schedules uh, artists playing at the same time where you wanted to see both of them which was also a little bit tricky as well I'm um, having some international acts there that you hadn't seen that weren't necessarily big name um, here in Australia such as Gord Bamford so being able to to get to know them a bit better was also great fun as well um, yeah the artists were walking around the venue which I absolutely love to see um, being doing what I do and being at country music events and talking to artists and, and also being a fan as well I loved that artists were supporting this event by walking around um, and enjoying the country music and, and what the Gympie Master has to offer as well um, they were the venue and I mean 35 years in the making they were well prepared for the large number of visitors so there was a great number of toilets and they were spread around the venue I never had to wait uh, in, in any queues or anything like that there was a good number of different food vans the um, vendors were able to handle huge lineups um, I, I went for a smoked um, or pulled pork burger at one point um, in the peak period and I think I waited five or ten minutes for it but it was no hassle whatsoever they were working hard to get those orders out and uh, and nobody had run out of any stock that I had seen or anything like that so it was just a great um, great to see you know something that's been well catered for um, which some other 
festivals could probably learn from. Um, now, this year, 2016, they introduced the wristbands. So you go to an exchange, like when you buy your, get your wristband on entrance, it has a little plastic, um, I don't know how you would describe it, a little plastic card on it uh, where they would scan and you could top up to pay for drinks and some food. Not all food, but some food you could also pay with your with your wristband as well um, which worked really well so there was a heap of exchanges I think I saw about three or four um, exchanges to top up your card um, and then it just made the transactions at the bar so much quicker you know what's your money let me scan it this is how much you've got left um, rather than having to deal with loose change and things like that um, oh I actually timed made mine work out so that I just put three dollars on got my last beer and happy day so I didn't actually get any refunds so I haven't heard anything about that and um, the only bad thing that I did hear that happened as well with the entertainers what was that Rodney Carrington from the US um, quit his set early so I'm not sure what's happened there are the gimpy master is still waiting to hear back from that um, but hearing reports that the audience were talking through is set as well. So I'm not, not too sure, but we'll get to the bottom of that one, I'm sure. On a final note, just wanting to run through some of my key moments that I really enjoyed at the Master and what makes this country music industry what I personally love and I hope that you all love as well. Uh, Caitlin Shadbolt. So she is a gimpy local. She went through um, the X Factor, I think it was, um, and came out... Um, within the top five um, over the last two years since then she has gone from strength to strength um, looking at home on the main stage and really owning her artist and her skills so well done to Caitlin Shabbat I went to the songwriters sessions the first one that I went to was with Gord Bamford Mike McClellan and John Williamson which was really interesting uh, for me to see that Gord Bamford I'm not sure how much he knew about John Williamson um, or Mike McClellan, um, but uh, Mike, Mike and John had worked together and toured together maybe about 20 years ago and, and obviously our industry greats uh, with the songwriting. So that was a really good, uh, a really good session. We learned uh, that Gord Bamford was born here in Australia, moved to Canada with his mum and... Um, now living in Nashville but his dad still lives in Australia so we are going to see a lot more of Gord Bamford. On Saturday brother and sisters Greg and Sarah Stora as well as Fanny Lumstein did the songwriter session which was always a lot of fun and three people that are so down to earth and approachable and are just doing the right thing I believe for the industry and, and staying true to themselves. So that was a, another great songwriting session. And I also wouldn't be surprised, this is my hot tip, wouldn't be surprised if they do a collaboration together with him in the near future. Um, now, there was also a really great set from Gord Bamford who was playing with the Wolf Brothers at the Grove on um, Saturday afternoon. And they were drawing in a crowd, which I was just so happy that Gord... Um, was able to demonstrate that side of himself and had the support of the Wolf Brothers to be able to pull that off and win a lot of hearts over. So well done to Gord. Looking forward to seeing you in October. The McClymonts played their 10 years of hits 
set which was absolutely amazing and finished off their tour and then finally we had the release of the highly anticipated book and album from Troy Cassadaly which you know this is what the Gimpy Master is about it's about the Aussie artists to to be able to express themselves and feel at home and and allow Australia to fall in love with them even more um, you know it's about meeting up with friends and and making new friends and and it's about having a great time in a safe environment and that's exactly what it is so hats off to the Gimpy Master for pulling off another successful uh, country music festival so until then uh, I look forward to seeing you there next year have fun bye <laughs>